I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. I'm Valerie. And I'm Ryan. And today we watched Mamoru Hosoda's film Wolf Children. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's very, very good. It's an emotional viewing experience. Beautifully tragic. Who wants to give a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis? What's that, Valerie? Quit whispering in my ear. You want to do it? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess I will. (laughs) Uh... So this movie is about, uh, told by uh, Yuki, it's about Hana and her family. Hana, when she goes to school, meets uh, the father of Yuki and Ame, uh, her wolf children, because it turns out uh, the father is uh, part wolf. They it, So it's about her raising them uh, by herself and the complications that they run into with you know them being part wolf and her doing what she thinks is best for them and and them growing up and going their own path i think that's good yeah yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. um yeah the plot description sounds like it wouldn't necessarily make for a long movie and yet um there's just a lot that goes on um what what we think about this without getting into spoilies? I have a question for you guys. Okay, all right. What what does it say about me that the most relatable part of this film to me is falling in love with a wolf man? <laughs> <laughs> it says you're gay. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it says you're gay, and you're not that big a fan of children. <laughs> I just love the movie, uh, all of it. But definitely, that was that was the part that I was like, okay. You're that's... like, I could see me in this particular thing. <laughs> it, it me. <laughs> You're like uh, mysterious. I'm a wolf. Can can you handle this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. This is in fact. This in fact makes this better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, and I think all three of us were be, were saying like when she's like working, making it a fields or whatever, and we're like, man, we couldn't do I, this. I didn't say that, but that's true. You didn't. Mom and I, mom and I said that. Do you think you could do that, babe? I don't know, but I think if that were the situation I was in, I'd try. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I would totally try. I, I just, man. No, I just die, oh, guys. Man. I need internet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, Hard work? Oh my god. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, I mean, this is like the third time I've seen this movie. I've loved it each time. It's, it's just a beautiful movie. Yeah. I can just so relate to a mom trying to do what's best for her children, and it just just kills me what she went through. I don't know how she was able to do that and how she was able to... But I mean, if I will say this. The age, you know, when I was that age, I was a workhorse, so I could, you know, I would have made it work, but it just, um, just, oh my gosh, the anguish and the fear and the, and the double life she had to lead to keep her children safe. Oh mm. man, that's what got to me. Yeah. Really yeah, good movie. Definitely. Definitely recommend yeah, it. Yeah. It's great. 
It's great. Memorial Hasoda is good at making movies. Um, we will eventually watch more. Let's get specific. I thought uh, it was, um, what is it? Uh, that's for the short <laughs> ones. I already said. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> um, stop trying to call me out. Um, got a few fun facts here at the top. Uh, this is the second original feature film directed by Mamoru Hosoda um, and the first work written by him, uh, along with co-writer Sotoko Okudera. He's, this is, I think, his third, like, direct, well, he did the Digimon movies, yep. and then outside of Digimon, this is, like, his third movie, but the first one, um, The Girl Who Let Through Time, is, like, based on a book or, like, a sequel to a book or something like that. And then he did Summer Wars, which I guess mm. the, they're counting as his first original feature film, even though it is like basically a copy of the second Digimon film. Like but maybe big... he just came up with that idea. So, you know, he's like Digimon uh, fanfic AU or something. Yeah. He's like, OK, yes. OK, this this premise. But what if my OCs? Yeah, yeah. No Digimon. I am going to have my own things. It's fine. It's going to be in Second Life. <laughs> uh, we'll get we'll get to that, though. It's good. Um to create this film, he established Studio Chizu. So this is uh, that studio's first film. Um, one of his motivations for working on it was that people around him had started raising children and he saw them shining as they became parents. In an interview, he explained, it's generally taken for granted that children are raised and then grow up, but for the actual people involved, it's not natural at all. In order for the audience to share this feeling, I thought it would be good if we all shared an experience that no one else had raising a werewolf child. <laughs> um, in another interview, he said, I used to take it for granted that people would have children. However, after getting married, I began to realize that raising children in the city is a hardship in terms of the environment, such as public support, and that living in the countryside is not necessarily easy, that there's a hardship of not having anyone of the same age. I wanted to make a film about such endurance. Human parenting cannot be done in complete isolation, and the reason for choosing wolves as the material for the project was that wolves are very family-oriented, and they are disciplined animals that have a leader who leads the pack and lives with the whole group in mind. Um, so yeah, that's some of the director's thoughts going into creating this. Yeah, that's super interesting. Um, but yeah, let's wow. let's start talking about the story, the characters, voice acting, if we want. All of those whole ones. Yeah. All, all of it. <laughs> all of it, Ryan. The story was so well written. I mean, I was just hooked from the beginning because, you know, from the the shy, awkward. I mean, you know, mom and just the, the interactions with with the dad and. And when that the, was when just the dad picks kind of the kid up, the who falls. Oh, I'm oh, so cute. Know. Yeah, I love slice of life. Yeah, I love it in so many genres, like so many uh, media. Like, I, just it's very, very comfortable to me. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I was just gonna say, but even when she first, like, first interacted with the dad yeah. and was like, you know, you didn't sign in because you know you she wanted. I don't know. I'm assuming she wanted to know what his name was. And <laughs> and then he was just like, well, I won't come anymore if it bothers you. I mean, that just like broke my You're like, heart. You're like, no. I know. You're like, no, don't stop coming. I know. But even just that kind of like, if I'm bothering you, I'll just go slink away. I mean, that's uh -huh. just so sad. And then, well, yeah, I mean, I guess we can say, I, and then I was just shocked when, you know, here they have 
two precious little children and then all of a sudden the dad's dead i'm just Oof, like what? that scene was so the way the sound just impactful. like cuts out when yes. she sees him Ugh. i think you can only just just hear the rain or whatever yeah and her umbrella drops and yeah it's most of the sound it, it gets really really muted yeah when you like he's for first like a revealed, moment and yeah. then and then it's just rain yeah yeah it's it's very good well also the hardest thing for me about that's death, what this whole episode's gonna be like i know sorry the hardest thing for me about death and the biggest fear that i had as a mom and for the children um is if my child died it's like if someone dies, they become almost like an object in our society. It's like you lose control of you getting to to have, you know, to have them or to do what you want. I mean, then society dictates almost what you can do. And so the fact that she couldn't even mm. grieve or bury her husband and they just like pushed her back and, and put him in a dumpster. I mean, oh. yeah, that was. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It was Tragic. really a poignant turn on this situation that he created when he wrote it you know they had it had yeah. to be secret their kids had to be secret all all of this he, he, she couldn't even communicate to these people why why they couldn't just dispose of this animal's body like they yeah are paid to do she can't yeah. even say it to him yeah and even not being able to take her children to the doctor because again i mean the, the double-edged sword through this whole thing is it's like, just like in death, they would take her children or they who knows what they would do to her children yeah. if someone, you know, found out. And it's, yeah, just so scary and so heartbreaking. Definitely. The, I, I put the montage of their lives and her pregnancy bring up to mind in terms of how sad it is on a rewatch. Oh, yeah, that was really, mm. yeah, the... All of the montages were done just, I think, really well. Like the first yeah. one of them getting to know each other, uh, it was it was really like intimate. It was that was good, and then the uh, pregnancy one, I really liked the the music in that one as well. A lot of the music was really, really, really good. Um, skipping a little bit, but the the music from the the winter scene. Their, fir oh, their yeah. first winter, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, in, in the farmhouse, man, God, I love that that scene. It's yeah, it's really good. Um, going back a little bit, uh, this is the note I was talking about. I just had to say, Hannah, Hannah is a monster, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're, oh, you're a wolf man. <laughs> um, <laughs> she she watches Beauty and the Beast, and she's like. And that's such a shame at the end, huh? Danica! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> she just loved him okay. for the person he was. Yeah, and part of that is that he's a big wolf guy. <laughs> uh, oh, there was a couple. I, I disagree. I know you're having fun, but I do disagree. Because yeah, she, she clearly, like... She clearly is hesitant at first. She's like, yeah, this is weird. This is weird. And then he's like, are you scared? And she's like, well, when it comes down to it, no. Yeah, you. no, you're definitely right. Obviously. Oh, yeah. That line was very good. Yes. Um, oh, there was a couple of scenes that I really liked uh, early on. Uh, whenever he was 
you were seeing him working his job at, at the moving company. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, getting badgered by the dogs on the <laughs> yeah. balcony. <laughs> that was very cute. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, soon after, he was able to get to the school. Uh, and then they went to the library and they had to, like, sneak him into the library. Yeah. It yes. was just... Uh, their, their whole, like, courtship thing was just so, so cute. And you could tell, like, ugh. Like, why... Why they feel that way about each other? Yeah, yeah. The small moments in this movie were fantastic. Having having watched it twice in relatively quick succession, it, yeah, it was really really nice seeing the little moments and bits and pieces of things that they didn't have to put in there, but they did. You know, just yeah, it it all just really adds to it. Like yeah. every little thing. There's just like an establishing shot going from from you know just to show a passage of time and could have just been a, a shot of the buildings or whatever but there's also a, a swallow nest and, and a mama bird feeding her her baby birds and stuff so yeah just little details the, yeah the flowers in the jar i think too is mm. he starts with certain flowers and then i i bet the flowers would correlate to a season but you just see them as different flowers at least i do <laughs> uh but it's like yeah time time's going by um, it was it was lovely. Yeah, I love uh, I love the farmhouse or you know the the country house that they moved to. Yeah, um, because that's like so many of the um, who who did uh, some of the other um, Miyazaki really, Miyazaki um, some of the ones that we saw. What was the one with the little? Uh, oh, okay, Totoro. yeah, the okay. Um, it reminds me kind of you know of 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 their home and all, but. My point I was going to ask, I'm assuming that we're led to believe that the reason that they didn't have animals destroy their crops is because she would run around and urinate. Yeah. Her yes. pee was keeping them in Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I was thinking that. Okay. Yeah. That was very yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, the, the kids, Yuki and Ame are just so cute. Yuki's. Uh, I, I have a note that's literally that too. It's just that the kids are really cute. <laughs> oh Yuki's my tantrums gosh, are that? so funny. I love Kid Yuki so much. He's so funny. Who would have thought, Danica? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she was. She was a bit too. Is as that mom? I mean, as much as she tore up and did, it's like Ryan. What are you insinuating was... about me? <laughs> <laughs> that, that you f- that you find. Uh, uh, bratty girls endearing <laughs> you know what ryan i don't appreciate being called out on my own podcast you don't like, you don't like being seen so clearly is that what you're saying yes she was such a little scamp but she was she so was. adorable but i love how they did that how she would just go from childhood so funny. to little wolf and Oh my gosh! And then little... that part where she's being a brat and becoming a wolf while those two people are visiting. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious! Oh, you won't let me go. Look what I can do! I can make your life difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And then little, um, how do you say? It says Ame. Ame, yeah. Ame. Um, he was such a precious little child, and. He was so frail for so much of it and just so precious. Until he almost died. I know. He's a sweet kid. I know. I love that about their story, about how they, uh, how they start on such opposite ends and then cross each Mm -hmm. other and go to the other end. Yeah. 
how I know how, I wasn't expecting, and I I don't want to give yeah how Yuki's like pure wolf when she's little, and Ame seems pure human when he's little, and Yuki finds school, and that just throws her the entire other way. She wants to be a human, and Yuki finds nature. Or excuse me, Ame finds nature and and wants to be a wolf. It's just, that was a really cool little journey that they they took the kids on yeah Mm -hmm. and and along those lines um i was so impressed with the mom in everything she did to to give her children those choice you know that choice to be what they wanted to be and all the things she did to to again farm the land to learn about things so that she could do it she was just amazing Old grumpy man just walks around giving brief instructions and judging. I know, that was so funny. Nirosaki, yeah. Nirosaki-san is so good. He is. He, and then, yeah. He he, he is an example. So I I have a, here's a little bit of an insight into sort of a a guiding principle in my life. I I believe in a kind of dichotomy of of, uh, kindness versus niceness. Mm, Sure, where, Where they aren't the same thing. Or yeah. niceness is like social stuff and kindness is uh, actual personality stuff, like something deeper inside yourself. Sure. And he, Nirosaki is a, is a, a rare, <laughs> a rare, not nice, but very kind expression, which you don't yes. see a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, he was great. Yeah, the, the way that they cut it, it's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing while she's, you just pacing around but they showed him like helping he was like cutting potato the potatoes and stuff like that but just the the comedy of the cuts was it was so funny Mm -hmm. yeah and then those other old men came and and helped teach her how to do plants and that was just all the community the community coming together i know it's so good but then also i think i think the community would have pitched in but he got the man you all just referred to got on them and said, you better go help her. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's so cute. Oh, uh, there's that quote. That's like mm. when they're talking about the uh, other people who have come out, out to live out here. It's like, Oh, are they, they young people? And it's like, Oh no, these were retired old men. Hilarious. How we think were <laughs> mentally, <laughs> mentally. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 That's funny. A lot of this movie, it was like, Clearly, Taylor written just for me. Uh, <laughs> I lo- the 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 concept of the return to nature thing as a as a yeah. as a trope mm-hmm. speaks to me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not t- totally sure how I would actually how I would actually take to something like that, but conceptually, I love that idea of simplifying your life and and just going back to a very simple lifestyle. Uh, and that they. They uh, really, really played with that in a very enjoyable way for me in this. Yeah, nice the nice house, food mm, that you grow. The the so a couple things, the community thing that you mentioned, the notes that you had in the beginning really like give that a good context. And then uh, Ryan, you mentioned the house, and I really loved the scenes where she was like discovering the beauty of the house as yes. she was cleaning it up. That was just yes. nice little moments. Since we're mentioning the house again, uh, I have another note. The um, and also just where they were. The backdrop of the film depicts the landscape of uh, Nakanikawa District's Kamichi, uh, Hosoda's hometown, and the neighboring town of Tadayama. And it was divulged that the former mayor of Kamichi, uh, Nehosh. Naoshi Ito 
uh, approached Hosoda to make a film based on the town. The old house that served as the model for Hana's house was a private home owned by Masao Yamazaki, who lived in Kamichi. In 2007, five years before the movie was released, he passed away and the house was considered for demolition, but it was chosen as the model for Hana's house, and after the movie became a big hit, it was opened to the public by the owners, relatives of, Yama- of Yamazaki, and volunteers. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, so like Aww. that's that was just there that people wow. could go and look at. I also like the idea that there is somewhere, even though you might not have much money and resources, that you can go and be successful. You know that you know get a nice house, be you know in a community, become self sufficient. Kind of, I guess, along the lines of what you're saying, just that simpler life, but to have that opportunity because I mean. Here in America, where could you do that? No, I mean, you can't yep. do that. You can't just go off into the land and, you know, live in some nope, not, community. Not many, in a, not not many government no. programs like that. <laughs> yeah. And and the sad thing is most countries don't even let you do that. I can remember, I don't know, teaching something in school, even like European countries, abandoned houses. You can't, you know, you're not allowed to go claim them. Or, well, she or did buy the house. Huh? No, she did. Well, or she rented it or did, you know, or yeah, something. Yeah, there was like a realtor or somebody that she went through. I yeah. think there will be in the in the coming future. I think uh, the rural slash urban thing goes is like is cyclical, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and there there's there's a, a sort of a symbiotic relationship between the two sorts of people and people who who ran away from the country to go live in the city where life is, you know, easier. They have their kids and their kids grow up in it and they get tired of living in the city because it's always so fast paced. And so they, when they get money, they go out and live in the country and, you know, then they have kids, you know, so it's, it's, it's cyclical. And, and I think we're in that, that part of the cycle right now where people mm-hmm. are, are going to start moving further out and spreading out. But that's, and a, I just, that's a thought. I enjoy the movie and I enjoy you got your guys things that you like about it. But man, I just cannot relate to like the desire to live in the country and be one with nature and stuff. I'm like such a city girl at heart. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. I haven't liked the couple of times where we have not more directly lived in a city like when we were lived up on that stupid hill back in casper and stuff oh, I know, I know. like I, I i liked living in the apartment here in austin when we were like right by everything mm-hmm. uh we're living in and stuff is growing up around us and we're not that far away from stuff but i i need internet and i need comforts and i don't know no i'm that way if now, society Danica, crum- I, if society yeah. crumbles like i'm just gonna die i don't think i have it in me to like <laughs> eke out an existence in a harsh world i i think i did when i was younger but also you know honestly danica because of the way society is i mean if i don't see it existing here in america in other countries that appeals to me having that communal being able to walk to the market or being able to to go but that doesn't exist here and so mm-hmm. i i i wouldn't want to just be out on my own in the boonies and yeah whatever. you'd, I mean, you'd want just, community support yeah, i mean and so yeah that, but i'm also very antisocial. yeah I, I mean you say that but farmers markets are are they're a thing they're a big thing yeah, i guess so you know i mean I, yeah I, I I think you know generally probably it, it will trend towards urbanization, but I still think there will be a 
a kind of give and take where stuff kind of spreads out and then comes back in and spreads out and comes back in. But yeah, I, it's, it's very, that idea is very romantic to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's That's why I love playing like fantasy games, like the beginning Mm -hmm. of Skyrim when you walk into, to Riverwood and you're like, Oh, Oh, I could just be here forever. That'd be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I like it in video games and, and I love the notion of it. And again, if I was, you know, Forty years younger, um, <laughs> you were mom. You were so stressed when Ame was in the river. I just like looked over and you like had your mouth covered, and you were just you were so stressed. Well, I mean, so it like really mirrors what happened to the dad. Yeah, the dad awful, dies you know? <laughs> like suddenly without warning in the beginning, which so it really sets you up to be worried about. Well, not what just could that, happen. but like hunting near a river. No, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yep. And and honestly the only thing that kept me from just just crying my eyes out in so much of this is I was like holding my breath and like almost watch, waiting for the other shoe to drop and something worse to happen or or you know or my worst fear to be confirmed or something so I was just kind of like in this almost fear-based, like, <laughs> no. holding pattern. I th- yeah, I think if you had a second watch, it would be a yeah. little less stressful. No, and yeah. then it would just, it would just be like, oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, that, that's, I I was emotional early on just because I, I, I knew what was going on. You were crying for the on. whole opening. Yeah. I just kept glancing at you. <laughs> but, but I wasn't afraid because I yeah. knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I was just in this frozen oh, fear. Yeah. No, and is because again, the dad, boom, I was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. And then I was, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, I mean, again, it's just, I was just in such anguish for her, just knowing the ramifications of what that meant for her. And again, she couldn't ask any uh, anyone else for help. I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was no one. Oh my gosh, I just can't even imagine. I, th- I think uh, so. Going back to the to the scene where uh, Yuki was sick because she ate some desiccant, like it was scary. But I liked that moment of levity where she was like, "Do I go to the hospital or do I go to I the know, vet?" I know. Yeah, they just happened like, right across the road from each other. I know, right? <laughs> like that's convenient (laughs) that that visually works out very nicely yes and then hopping forward yeah when yuki goes to school and then ame goes to school and they have that montage through the years yeah yeah that was super interesting how they go back and forth between like them hopping grades and uh, again the comedy of that was really well done it was the comedy of in like grade two or three grade two i think it's like let's be friends while ame is getting bullied yeah by some kids um yeah yeah they 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 do a lot with the visual stuff it's it's very good yeah also a little bit before that yuki's box of dead things i love that i'm funny like showing the different things and yeah her opening her box like i hope that as she gets older she's able to like still like have that part of herself and and accept it and have that come back instead of just feeling like she has to assimilate completely yeah because it just it feels like part of who she was died because of her desire to fit in so strongly and i hope i hope when she gets older that she can have like a healthy medium between who she was and who she wants to be because that's what she needs to do to be part of society maybe but think about it like this 
her collecting, you know, dead animal bones was who she was when she wasn't allowed to be around people. So when she's finally given that choice to, to be able to be around other people, what she comes to terms with is that she wants that. And it seems to me she wanted that more than she wanted to collect animal bones and hold snakes. She may have enjoyed that, but in that, in, in her previous life, but given this new area of exploration, she, she, she chooses the other thing. So I'm with you. I'm with you, but I, I just wonder how fundamental it was to her character. True. As opposed to, you know, just what she was doing because she didn't have other people. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting thing to think about at least. Yeah. Because I mean, she wasn't able to play with other children or anything or like you said, when up until that point. Yeah. <laughs> makes me, makes me wonder if she just liked wiggly crawly things because <laughs> it was so fun to chase Ame around with them. Cause he hated yeah. them so much. <laughs> yeah. 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 I oh, I I liked the part where uh, so like ripped off his ear thing was like, look at this, want to touch it? Pretty cool, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> He's such a little weirdo, but I like him. Yeah, I like Sohei a lot. Yeah. There's only like, this is why why I called it like a slice of life movie because there's only like most everyone, and I think this is mostly true in the world. Most everyone that we meet is 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 fine, you know is if not a good person is, you know, a, a okay person is, you know, there's no, there's no villains here really. Sure. Except the, like there's one exception and it was Sohei's mom. She's just, 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 a, I know. I don't like her. Just, a, just a meanie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but she's basically just in that one scene, huh? And then yeah. she, her, and then her absence is there later. Well, yeah, yeah. not just her absence. I mean, he, he seems to quote her. Yeah. Well, that's we true. Into that. We will get into it, but yes. Yeah, no, we, we can talk ever. about that more later. Oh, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> was there anything else not spoilery before we go to animation? Um, I will. I brought up the tantrums. I want to specifically talk about the point of view, how it was framed. Oh, yes. Very funny. Those are, that was fun. Uh, and I and I guess, again, referring to what you, the comments you said before from him, it's a very kind of the parents point of view of them just like, I want this, I want this. And you're just like, no, you can't have it. <laughs> and then the point you're like, okay, we'll do whatever. Or like, we're not going to do it. Like very, uh, very good. Um, when they, oh, I said, this says kid scene is interesting, feels true to life, but I don't remember. Um, uh, maybe it was whenever she wanted to, to go to school or something. Like, if, I guess things felt pretty true to life of her. Like, crying and then she's like sitting like wedged herself in between the trash cans like yeah. i'll be good like i'll do whatever you say uh, yeah, the, I'm really really boisterous about it like like you have to let me and then yeah. just eventually she's just crying yeah just yeah. so sad um and then and then she gets there and then she scared it and like i don't know if this is good actually yeah <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, near the end, uh, random unicycling in PE. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever that, whoever, spoilers for favorite character, whoever was that unicycler, that was my favorite character. <laughs> Not really, but. Um, okay. I was just gonna say too, uh, just 
uh, with the storyline, you know, when they were both young and how the mom was carrying both of them, you know, little Yuki on her back and little yeah. um, Ame, you know, on her front. And then that's what made it just so much more devastating when the dad dies and she's there and just collapses and in the rain and... That one person and like that holds one an umbrella that, over. That ended up coming and yeah, and then just it's like I don't know what's going uh, on, but yeah. let me cover this over. grieving mother and her children. I just, know. A, just a nice, polite person in the world. I know. Yeah, yeah. I like so. the device of of just calling the kids by what the weather was when they were born. <laughs> <laughs> Yuki was born yeah. in the snow, so call her Yuki. It's Japanese yeah. for snow. Ame in the rain, call him Ame. Yeah, I mean, it works. Hmm. Can't do that for everyone in the world. There'd be way too many. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so many. But I, yeah. So what is, what did uh, she say Hana meant? Was it the the type of flower? Flower, No, just flower, flower, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, she's got it from her dad, I guess. She was Mm -hmm. born when the cosmos I like that her mind palace has flowers. Like anytime we see her in her mind space, there's a bunch of flowers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because she's Hana. She's flowers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some animation stuff. Uh, I just have one more fun fact, which is that Yoshiyuki Sadamoto uh, was the character designed characters in this film and is also known as the character design- designer for Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water and Neon Genesis Evangelion. So <gasps> that's the thing that I guy like. worked on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to say just off the top, this anim- the um, animation just, just blew me out of the water it is just it's gorgeous just beautiful and just oh my gosh just just amazing just breathtaking a plus i like that um mid juvenile uh ame wolf is just like angsty teen wolf looking or like (laughs) angsty wolf looking it's it's very funny this is this is related i need to read this this quote exactly that i wrote when he fingies get all long during the beginning of the transformation oh oh the dad that was interesting yeah i the 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 tactics that they use so you don't necessarily have to do the full anim- animation of a yeah. transformation. I wish they hadn't yeah. cut away. I would love to have seen the, that mor- morphing, but yeah. yeah. I guess maybe it, yeah. it could be a little grotesque and that's maybe exactly. what they wanted to avoid. Yeah, I yeah. I think so. I think they did a good job kind of like using her reaction as the as a chance to advance the transformation. Yeah. Something I find interesting in the movie is the the use of 3D in general, but especially in the beginning, I feel like it's used a whole lot for background characters. Yeah, I caught that in my first viewing too. Yeah. And it's it's more noticeable. It makes me wonder if they like if they had like a, a late rewrite on the beginning of the movie or something mm. and, and they didn't have as long to get that together. Cause that was like really the only place where the CG was noticeable to me. Yeah. If you like stared at the people passing by, you were like, Oh, they look different. One of the ones that I most clearly noticed it was like when they were at the school gates or whatever. And, and uh, they were over to the side and then there was some people passing on the other side and those people like moved like computer animated people <laughs> rather than drawn people. Um, it was it's a real stark difference because they were separated by nothing. Um, and, and so if you like 
aren't looking at the main characters and look over at these other people, you're like, oh, those people don't look like they belong exactly. Yeah. Just in like their movements. Yeah. It, it, I, th- I think that was the, the, the goal. They tried to use it only in situations where they, they felt like the, your focus would be somewhere else. And, and I think they were mostly successful with that. It's not, yeah. it's not like the most egregious thing, but it, 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 yeah, it was noticeable a little bit. Um, and then after they went to the countryside, it was mostly used pretty subtly and stuff for environmental objects or running through environments and stuff like that used to great effect. And that scene you mentioned earlier where they're in the snow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That it was amazing. Sorry. Them running in that scene. And when it cut to then the perspective of, I, I don't know if it was Ame or who, running through the forest and running that was just amazing yeah that i perspective guess yuki shot. i think she was in front yeah she okay. was in front that that perspective shot was fantastic like it, yes. it didn't even it, it it didn't read as traditional animation clearly but it, it also yeah. didn't read as cg to me like they did a really good job yeah it wasn't like walking into that room in treasure planet like <laughs> it it worked <laughs> yeah. yeah they did a really good job utilizing their their cell shade aesthetic and definitely probably a bunch of matte matte painting elements i would imagine yeah Yeah. and and just staging them well as they ran through this scene yeah it was really really nice definitely i know this is typical for especially like anime but you know initially this kind of bothered me but then of course i just got caught up in the story and, and it and it didn't anymore but i always it's weird how um what, what what's the mom's name? Oh, Hannah. 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 How her facial features, especially her eyes, look like animation. They don't look like they're not realistic, but sure. but her her husband's were his facial features. He looked almost like um a more typical anime like uh, Death Note or something like that. More realistic care, you know, feature sure. human face. Whereas her with the big eyes proportion and whatever she doesn't, it doesn't look real. Um, and, and it's weird that they choose to do that for, for women. And I'm, I think even if I, if I'm correct that Yuki, when she was younger, younger Yuki was more like that, but then older, both Ame and Yuki were more like their fathers. Yeah. That's um, pretty. Facial animation. That's pretty typical yeah. of, of Japanese animation where, at least the classical anime style where where uh, kids have larger eyes relative to their body and generally women do as well. Yeah. yeah. Boys little boys will will in some cases and then as they get older and become men, yeah, typically s- smaller features less less uh, you know, just it separates them from their their child childhood state. Yeah, that's just typically the style. There are certainly some things that don't do that, but like, yeah, yeah. that is just sort of the general way that it's done. Yeah, and like I said, it, it it stopped bothering me initially. I mean, you know, after that initial, I think a lot of Miyazaki stuff tends to have their proportions seem pretty similar across genders. I'd agree. Yeah, but but not not Mamoru Hosoda and not most of the anime industry, though. Certainly, uh, Hosoda's differences aren't aren't with between the genders uh, is not as egregious as some because with some it's just ridiculous. Honestly, I had, there was one. I had one animation note 
uh, and I won't say the context, but I don't, I don't really need to. So in the, in the elementary school that, uh, Yuki and to a lesser, much lesser extent, Ame, uh, go to, there's a, a little stairwell recurring, recurring scene, recurring, uh, set, if you will, a Can little stairwell stay? between the two. Hmm? Well, Yuki goes for a bit. Well, Okay. Or sorry, Ame goes. Yeah, no, you, you, Yuki, Yuki goes there with Sohei, but Ame was there, you know, for a few years. Right. I think that's the the elementary school. It's the same school from the yeah. the beginning to the end. I think maybe not. Um, I think I think so because then at the, I mean we can mention yeah, it, but there's it, it a junior high is mentioned, then it is farther away. Yeah, and uh, so there's this little stairwell set little place that they show a couple times between the the two levels of the school, uh, and on the center, um, the the middle of the stairwell. There's a mirror on the wall, and at one point you get a good close up of people in the mirror, and they actually they they do a, an effect. It's not just a standard drawing. They they do a kind of doubling effect, like you're getting a, a double reflection from the glass and the actual mirror on the back of the mirror, and it's really cool. It's 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 a, a one of those neat little things that they didn't need to do but did. Yeah, to make the yeah, reflections those, look different than than the rest it's of those the... little details, like they they add so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just again just get am so impressed with the animation, and it's just amazing and beautiful to watch. But I especially am in awe with the nature scenes, uh, not only the weather, but but the terrain, the forests, the 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 roots you know, on the ground from the trees and the, and the leaves and, and the bark. And then even when she was tilling the soil, when she was like on her knees and she was like, you know, with a scythe, mm-hmm. um, you know, like cutting the, the grass and then tilling, it's just so amazing. It just, it just is amazing. Beautiful animation. Yeah. Incredibly detailed and, and yes. pain, clearly painstaking so work. Yeah. One thing I find interesting about Memora Hosoda's design or not to like way that style? he does his style is his relative lack of shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters rarely have shadow affecting them. Um, like they, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you look yeah. at mo- a lot of animated works and there's like individual sh- like shadow parts on the person that shifts as they move yeah. and the, and Mamar Hosoda's characters basically look like stickers put onto the thing even more than 2d animation is sometimes accused of because of the lack of shadow that integrates They're them into flatly it. flatly colored. They don't, they don't yeah. have a lot of shadow definition. Which isn't to bad. No. Yeah. It's just this, it's an interesting element of his style that has, has been there and i believe all of his works he's directed so far and it, yeah it's, it's really interesting to me because i don't that's not a thing you typically see even within anime um especially when it comes to feature films mm-hmm. except i will say this uh one place that i i liked maybe more silhouette than shadow was a scene between which uh, you know i won't go into detail um but between uh yuki and um so so and uh, and and then there's a curtain blowing in the wind between them. Yeah. And then you know, so I guess it's kind of more of a silhouette, but it does show the it, shadow. It on has more side. to do generally with like the yeah. It'll show sh- like you can see shadows of people b- like through a curtain certainly, but I mean on the exactly. individual yes. 
characters there's not right shadow on the different parts of them on their hair on their face on anything it's a flat coloring yeah. like ryan's saying yeah yeah for his for his style i always noticed his his lines yes like how he has he very outlined. thin line work yeah and it's yeah. the the colors that he chooses co- contrast instead of necessarily kind of blends in it's always interesting to me what what i find interesting is that it's kind of a style that purposefully takes it away a little bit from realism, despite him having so many little things that make yeah. it r- really realistic. But the, the visual style isn't reaching for that authenticity in the way that, you know, Disney and, and Miyazaki and stuff tend to. Yeah. It's, it, like, I, he's, I know, it's, it's like he's intentionally avoiding the uncanny Valley. Yeah, it's like he's like, oh, there's that uncanny valley. I'm going to go this way just to slightly anchor it in in a you know not trying to convince anyone it's not animation. Yeah, um, I'm I'm communicating my stuff in a different way than than realism. That's not what yeah. I'm going for, at least in the character animation. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Another uh, what was beautiful with his animation when when this opened up. Um, and you're not in the real world and the outline of um, Anna's, Anna's face um, was like with almost kind of like a a brownish red Hmm. Um, and her, you know, the outline of her features, which interestingly did give a slightly surreal feeling. And then when all of a sudden I saw her as a young student and then, then I looked because I was like, wait a minute, then her outlines and and the outline of all the other people even in the crowd were bl- was black, um, and so and then there was another part in the in the in the movie where it went back to that. So that was I I wouldn't think that that just that subtle difference that outlining from you know a black outline of you know of all the you know facial features and everything else going from black to that kind of reddish brown would make such an impact, but it did. Yeah. Now oh, that was just amazing animation. Um, anything else with animation? Yeah. Besides got, the question uh, at the end. So the, I don't know if, if this is, was intentional, but like the, when they were young, Yuki and Ame, Ame was in blue. Yuki was in like a pink red color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she doesn't want to be laughed at anymore, she, her mom makes her a blue dress uh, at some point, uh, Ame loses, doesn't have his blue outfit anymore. He just is wearing the jeans and the white shirt like his dad. And I'm wondering if that kind of colors is symbolic of, you know, where they're at in the story, where that red is like maybe being more wild and then blue is, is maybe cheating. He has to- red eyes at one point too. Yeah. After he and Yuki fight. And Hana, whenever she goes on a date with uh, the dad, like her dress is like this nice blue dress. And that's the dress that she wears in her mind palace, as you called it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, or just like that, that blue and that kind of red, if if that was symbolic of anything. Because I thought the that, that, that blue dress that kind of saved her, her social life was indicative of of anything i do think so that's that's not something i thought of before but yeah that that i mean it, it's it's a blue dress uh and it has like a 
snowflakes on it, you know, again, because her name yeah. is Yuki, snow. So it, it's both thematic to her, but also, yes, I, I, I didn't catch that. It, it does seem like a, it's the moment of her, her turn. The only reason I would think maybe that's not the case is because there's not a similar color turn for, for Ame. Well, which I, I would have expected is. if that's really what they were going for. I'm not sure. Well, I guess if he if he doesn't have red, but Danica mentioned that his eyes go red mm, whenever yes. they fight. That's true. Uh, and in but instead, like his outfit is more like his dad's, or is like his dad's outfit. That also is true. Uh, yep. And Sohei, uh, near the end, in spoilers, he's red, wearing a red shirt, not the same color, but I think it. Uh, we can talk about you know his proclamation and, and if, if that sentiment is related to the color of his shirt yeah i'm not sure um yeah i guess the only other thing that we are kind of already talked about when the when the father died whenever she went looking out for him for him like that whole setup with her kids is tragic but it was very impactful not just with the sound but are like when their umbrella dropped and reveals and the sound drops and uh they the Every aspect of the film, the animation, the music, were just came it's together. Working in tandem, yeah. Yes, to make yeah. that so tragic. Just like a, a gut punch. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah, it really felt like he was like trying to... to <laughs> it was in this very un, unrelatable uh, situation, like in, in its direct like facts. Yeah. Unrelatable, like, oh no, my, my wolf husband is now a full wolf and is dead in a river from hunting. That's not relatable, but... He uses all this stuff and and makes this this moment in a life of the sudden loss of someone so impactful and and in that way it, it is so utterly relatable and it's really yeah. really well done. Definitely. What do you think this movie would have been like if it were live action, and do you think you would have enjoyed it as much? Since they didn't focus on like transformation. Like you having to see it, maybe like empl- employing similar cuts can avoid that uncanny valley thing that would be even more evident if you were trying to have a live action person. You mean with the animate dad? that and the kids? I mean, because she was hopping back and forth where she would uh, throw a tantrum. I, oh, uh, I see. Like, you're, you're saying they'd have to continue doing that with the kids when they do that. Unlike, yeah, unlike in the yeah. show where they were happy to just whoop with the kids. Yeah. Okay. J- j- just like what, thinking about shows where, where people transform. Uh, I don't really remember Animorphs doing, like, I don't remember <laughs> the animation for that. But uh, it was a Nickelodeon TV show in the 90s, so probably not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like some Mostly anything shadows. With- Anything with werewolves and stuff like that, where, like, usually that stuff's grotesque. (laughs) And that's kind of the point. Like, they're these monsters. And that's not the point here. So you wouldn't want to see that, because it would be very hard to do that and not make it grotesque. Uh, But it is a slice of life. Like, you're in nature, you're in a city. I think the main thing is I'm just not sure how to handle the kids when they are wolves. Like the animation of that or whatever like what are you gonna do are you gonna make them just look like realistic wolves even though in this that's not quite what they look like (laughs) they have their their anime hair yeah just their hair um like yeah like how do you go with that because it becomes 
it, it just becomes different depending on it, like the overall how this movie feels and what the message of it is, depending on how you handle that question, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think it could be done. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it it needs to be. And I know that's yeah. obviously a very easy place to take on, on a lot of oh, information. Sure. But but I, I mean, like <laughs> when I say that, I mean, it's because it's it's already it already lends itself to an air of realism, if not in actual like design than yeah. in, in like emotional take that yes. the idea of moving it further into literal, actual live action realism just seems unnecessary. Yeah. You're, you're, you're gaining nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to absolutely reiterate. I, I don't see it adding anything, and if anything, I see it taking away from the impact of this. So I wouldn't. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a a sucker for for Hollywood uh, nature photography. So in that way, I probably could have enjoyed a lot of that. But yeah, it, it's just not necessary in this case. Yeah. Um. I think the issue you mentioned. It, the problem you're talking about or one of the issues is identifying who is who and you could you could do that uh at least in full wolf form like the colors that they are uh and i guess maybe the other part is seeing a bit of the humanity in them and that might be might be a bit harder cuz yeah early on even though they're you know you have ame with sensei going through the forest he still you can still see some of that humanity in his eyes oh yeah i'm just not sure how you visually do it like are you going to get real wolves and animate on top of them for things Mm, um are you not are you just gonna have real wolves and and train them to do things and like there's no none of that humanness there um is it just a fully animated thing and how far do you go with the realism because it's gonna look awkward if you try to do it exactly how they're drawn in this yeah Yeah, no i I think i think they'd have to lean into the into the realism i think they'd have to but it's just doing that is going to give it a different feel because it is harder to relate to these as children if they become just literal little puppies yeah it's not necessarily bad. It's just that that's going to be a very different take. I think it's that's ultimately going to change the movie quite a bit and its overall feel. Yeah. There's yeah. a a recent thing we could we could take reference from. I haven't seen it personally. Um, it's that uh that Harrison Ford movie, it's him and the dog. Yeah. Was it Call of, Call of the Wild or something? Was it Was it Call of the Wild? I, I'm not. Wasn't sure. Um, Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, that I they they do a lot of CG dog work there, and I I haven't heard specifically whether it was successful or not. But from the bits and pieces of it, I, I saw it, it 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 never sells as real dog. It it sells as something slightly other. Yeah, because I mean the the dog is like preternaturally intelligent so it's it so they let it be that they let it be this thing that's more aware than a real dog would be or at least more expressive of its awareness than a real dog would be and it's i don't know i don't know if it would be successful or not yeah i don't know let's talk about sound design 
Uh, we already mentioned, but the music as they're running through the woods and playing in the snow is gorgeous. Yes. Very. Um, there's another one uh, later in the movie, I think with Ame and and the his sensei. Mm-hmm. That's that's very beautiful. Also, there's there's a couple of times where the music just really lets loose. I think that's the one where they name. I think the one with with Ame and his his sensei mm-hmm. is the one where they were. I feel like they were using Vocaloids in that one. <laughs> Maybe um, the composer it didn't sound like real quiet. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, the composer is Masakatsu Takagi, and uh, good job. You did great. Yeah. yeah, I think for me the weakest song was the first montage song. I don't even remember it. It's, it's just uh, really soft and quiet, and I think it yeah. felt like there were some lyrics in it too. Yeah, really quiet lyrics. Yeah, it just it didn't sound like I think I would have expected a song to sound, but so so it might be just me coming from a Western lens. Um, Fair. There was a song that played when. Um, when uh, when Anna was uh, running through the forest, Ame, Ame, Hana yeah. or Ame? What when when the mom Hana Hana was running through the forest looking for Ame mm. and and so forth, um, and and I don't know if that was the same song when um, she lost her husband, but it was just heart wrenching and just like the music's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cre- I thought the credit song was beautiful too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very yeah. it's a very childlike uh yes reta- it's like it's like hannah's song it's like she wrote a song for every moment in her kids lives and she's yeah. just singing it back to them yeah it's literally called okasan no uta which is just oh, like it's... mom's song yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh sung by Anne sally good okay. job yeah uh, one of the things i forgot to mention in animation and i thought of another one the animals like they had a whole scene are like seeing sensei uh it was a like old fox yeah you see boars you see bears like those look great definitely and then poor hana just like when they were running her falling that was like oh yeah like well in the snow it was like kind of funny uh but then whenever she was looking for ame it was was very funny treacherous (laughs) and and uh scary and and the, it comes across in the animation even yes. in the snow when she starts like freely tumbling i'm like oh ooh, ooh. yeah you're like oh no are you okay ah. <laughs> yeah calm down, calm down a little bit <laughs> uh, but yeah so those were good anything else sound design yeah sound design. the i mean not specifics but generally yeah the the, the foley work all the sound effects and stuff um, oh yeah I, 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 I don't i don't feel like super not comfortable is not the right word, but like having an opinion on that seems a little silly because I mean, it seems like that's the stuff that's easy to to get right nowadays. There's got to be huge libraries of of sound effects to get you know all these little things right, but they they do, and it and it feels really good the whole time. Like the the water splashing out of a boot to, to put it in a yeah. very uh, non-specific way. Um, perfect you know uh, it's just really really nice the rain sounded great mm-hmm. uh going back to the really sad scene where he dies and again like the sound cuts out but then one of the first sounds you hear after that or the main sound is the plastic of them like wrapping him up to you know throw him away and it's like very it sobbing. brings you back to earth and mm-hmm. it's yeah. very sad it's 
all tragic again. Yeah, there's like music playing in the lead up to the scene. And then as the umbrella dips away, the music cuts out, all the sound cuts out for a minute. And then slowly the, the natural sound of the scene fades back in. So you have rain, you have the plastic, you have her crying. It's you just never so hear some talking. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's just so stark and, and yeah, shocking. Yeah. Anything else with this section or let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? I don't actually have notes for this part. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it holds up well. well. I mean, it's from like 2014, I think. It's not that old. 2012. 2012. Okay, yeah. Which, you know, there we watched what? um, Klaus. We watched Klaus. Um, and that that was like had just come out and that had stuff that was in this section. So, you know, you can come out now and still like have some issues in the house of hold up section. But yeah, I mean, nothing's really coming to mind here. There's a few things about um, there's a few things you could maybe take issue with about the roles of, of women. Yeah. Uh, in Japanese society. But I don't feel real comfortable making those <laughs> claims uh yeah because it does feel like very specific to japanese culture in, in, in many ways um but yeah it's it's there there's a little bit of you know you're a woman you'll be a mom your your kids are your life which you know is true for a lot of people but there's the the there is the vague implication that that just is the truth because you're sure i don't know and I didn't like Sohei like cornering her and then like being physical with her, but yeah. then he also got like his ear messed up because of it. So it kind of like immediately gave him comeuppance for that, and then he was not handsy like that again. So yeah, that felt like a that that felt like. A but weird... he's also like ten or something, like ten or eleven. So it's yeah, there's a little more leeway, and it's like okay, you learned your lesson now. Be better now. Yeah. yeah. I think like that that again felt like a another Japanese cultural thing about yeah a boy like that getting to be more strident and demanding and being like hey yes. why are you doing this just talk to me and tell me what the problem is yes yes and 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 feeling justified in going up to her and chasing like the, her like that obviously he wasn't he shouldn't have been doing that she told her him to go away yeah but yeah. The only thing that I I wonder in retrospect, I don't know how it. I I feel like especially if it was in this country, I don't know how it would it would work. Um, in um, it was this is this set in Japan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, okay. I was thinking. I just want to confirm. Um, but I don't see how a um agency, a child welfare agency, would have just not barge down and physically come into her house to see how the children were when um when the 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 two social work people or whatever came to the house and saying you know we're you know we we don't understand you know we're we're getting suspicious or whatever and we just want to see the children i mean part of it is that it's japan it's it's culture the culture is different they don't do that well i'm glad i'm just saying i i I just in just from what i know of our country i can't fathom an entity not just barging down and and arresting the mom and and taking the children because just because they can so i barging is not a thing that people tend to do in japan (laughs) well that's good though i I mean that's good to hear even in america i mean social workers wouldn't do that of their own accord like in that primary visit they like they would come to the door and they'd be like hey we need to 
to see the kids. And they would say, you know, if, if you don't let me see them, I'll have to come back with the cops. And then the right, cops right. would be able to, to do the barging. So even in America, yeah. the social It would be a different themselves. entity doing the barging. Yeah. Right. And then I just don't remember what the time frame was, like how quickly then she left. Because oh, what it I'm was just vague, saying is, so. it's, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, because, yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't the particular story he wanted to tell. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, hey, letting you know some of the reasons why she's like making this decision to leave rather than having that be a a big plot point in and of of itself. Right. Let's go on to our spoiler Spoiler alert. Skip to one hour, 15 minutes and 28 seconds. I liked uh, Sohe's childish like mom won't need me anymore because she's having a new kid. I'm going to run away and like be a wrestler or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you are like, what, 11 or something. No, I but mean, it didn't, all of it. didn't he ahead. say that she said that to him? Did, did he say that? It, it felt, it felt like he said that she, she said that there's a new baby coming and I won't be needed for much longer. I don't recall that. I mean, oh. he, I, he did talk about it. I'm not saying that, that way, but I don't I'm know. not saying that he's unjustified at all in like thinking that, but just those statements, especially in a vacuum, are amusingly like, oh yeah, he is young. Especially like the I'm gonna run away and be a wrestler bit is like okay, sure. Like that's an yeah. interesting he he I mean he could if he wanted to, but that's a little bit of a childish like desire. Or, like, idea of what your future will be if you run away. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or, and even the thought of them, like, having to live in the school. As if, <laughs> yeah, like, well, yes. once you don't go home, you can never go back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll just have to sleep in the nurse's office and then go to school. It's yes. Like, There's going to be people here. You can get home. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But then he was really good. And he's like, yeah, I knew the whole time. Like, yeah, that and then that felt like when she reveals that she she's like it wasn't a wolf, a random wolf that attacked you, it was me, and she shows him that she could transform or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I knew the whole time, yeah. and I, I'll keep that secret for you. Yeah, it felt similar to Hannah and, and the dad. Yes, oh, that was good. They're in like elementary school, so who knows if that's going to ultimately work out? But no, but like. Being vulnerable and, yeah. and, and gaining trust. Yeah, with something like that, you hope that at least they're going to keep being an important part of each other's lives. Yeah, even yeah. Even if they don't, like, romantically get involved. Okay, I found the scene. Um, uh? I found the scene and I have the subtitles. He says, in quote, uh, to quote, she says, I won't be needed anymore once it's <gasps> born. I missed Ooh. that. That's wow. rough. She sucks. She is a yeah. horrible super mother. villain. Jeez. I know because then it was like she was. Why does like, his mom suck so much? Yeah, she was. Well, she was going after um Aunt, um Hannah, um you, you know yeah. um just you know like God like it, almost like that was her possession that that she damaged or something yeah. and yeah she was a real yeah. Karen about it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. Um, I have another note that is just we're all just crying with the farewell to Ame scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you couldn't. That scene's just sad. But I mean, yeah. it, 
it's not just pure sad, but it's very emotional. Yeah, see, I I feel bad for Hana in that moment. Yeah. But that scene doesn't make me sad. Like No, I don't I think it's emotional rather than sad. Like it's a very Yeah, it, it's it's just a it's kind of it's their culmin the culmination of their emotional arc together. And it and so it's just yeah, it's it's feeling it's emotionally big. It's, it's not sad to me. It's feeling her sadness because yeah, yeah, it's slightly different because it's it then morphs into her joy when she realizes that he is now who he is supposed to be. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and to me is it's so hard for her brain to comprehend. This is her ten year old son. Yeah. And and he was such a frail child, and she yeah. and she almost lost him several times, you know. And and he was the one that she would have to comfort and do the rubbing on the back at night. So yeah, I can see her being so torn. Torn like you can't go into the, you know. It's not that she didn't want him to be. That was her whole purpose to give them a choice. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to comprehend that he was at actually an adult now yeah. as a wolf, and that he would be okay. I mean, I think if she could have. If she had been able to really process and comprehend in her brain initially that he would be okay, she wouldn't have tried to hold him back. But she yeah. was terrified, thinking that she was, you know, and all that she went through trying to find him. And, oh, my gosh, I thought she died. I thought that he was going to be, like, carrying her dead body. And I mean, oh, that was so, so rough. Yeah. And for her to say, <laughs> uh, like that's that that line i was like what are you talking about where she she says i i haven't even done a single thing for you yet yeah and, and no. that makes him turn around like he's like what, what? yeah yeah like, how could you nuts? how could you feel that way and the only way he can communicate it to her is by like running up this mountain like look yes look what you did like, this like, is I can run up a mountain and then i can howl this yeah. is what you did yeah it's beautiful um, and then when the movie ended and the song was playing and it was showing like recap pictures of the movie, mom was just kind of sitting, being in her feelings, yeah. just <laughs> watching that. Um, and I think it's, I don't know, this isn't the only movie I've seen that during the credits, you know, has some song and like has some pictures that sort of recaps the movie. But I think it's more poignant in this movie basically because the whole movie is the journey of their childhood and so having this this recap of that uh, yeah i don't know it's it's good it is a good use of of that it feels a lot of times to me like when movie when animated movies do that it's more of a we we needed something to do for the um, yeah credits. just like a filler yeah, yeah, yeah. like it it doesn't feel important but it does feel like an actual kind of part of this movie's emotional space for this particular one yeah the one thing that this movie didn't do I understand it conceptually but I wish they had is they didn't give me more details about what happens with the kids later we get yeah. a, we get a little bit about yuki going to middle school and her mom living alone and i'm like yeah <laughs> You're and, like, but... and her mom hearing ame howl on occasion yes. and i'm like what happened to sohei yes. <laughs> what do you do after you go to high school what do you, what do you go to college for yes does, does ame ever come down from the mountain to visit his mom sometimes right yes i would just love to 
him just like trot in and, yes. and like, help her do dishes and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, you know, since that's not there, we can just assume all the best things. Does, do Sohei and, and Yuki, like, I know they're only like 11, but do, do they like stay together? For, I don't for know. the rest of their I hope lives. they're fr- I hope they keep being friends at least. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What what does he do with his terrible mom? Right? Oh, no. Does Yeah, like where does he go to middle school? Yeah. Is it a, a situation where he can be with Yuki's mom and they can kind of commiserate? Yeah, uh, I was going to say if his mom kicks like, him out, he could live with Hana. Yeah. Yes. Hana would take him <sighs> in. Oh, definitely, obviously. For sure. Because cause she, you know, she asked him, like, do you like wolves? And, like, that's yeah. just... Uh, um, it's a good movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, and, and she she's young. She's, like, when they go off to middle school and she's by herself. Yeah, I mean, she was in college what, at the mid-30s? beginning. What, mid-30s? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. early to mid-30s at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got a whole life ahead of her. Yeah, it's like she could still do so much if yeah. she wanted to. But maybe, like, I, I like how she got the job at the conservation office yes. so she can learn. Yeah. It's good. Anything else with spoilers? Oh, just that uh, I, I brought up the color so uh, of Sohei's shirt while he's talking about oh, like, sure, going sure, sure. on his own and stuff like that. And so... The red being like more brash, more free spirited. Un- yeah, like yeah. not caring about you know what people think. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't again, know. maybe not. Not sure how how that tracks. I'd be. Uh, I, it I'll certainly be feels like there's symbolism there. I'll be watching for that if I see it a fourth time. There, there are like traces of color theory in this movie, yeah. but I'm not sure how 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 much it, it really lands because. I I want to I want to believe it of of Yuki's dress, but then I the, the then I would have to I would I would need some other more more direct symbolism in Ame as as he makes his turn and I yeah. just don't see it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't remember if he just stops wearing blue after you know the moment that he f- like feels more himself or like comes into his own after yeah. the. Uh, scare all right we're done with spoilers let's go on to our favorites and least favorites what was your least favorite scene in the movie no thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay well hard pass (sighs) yeah it's like is there anything that doesn't doesn't contribute to something uh, but what didn't? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't. The only thing that I can think of is part of the montage where um, uh, little um, Ame is being bullied. <laughs> Just because of, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna say, say the scene where we see the mom, uh, so so his mom, and she's being rude. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah, that's a good one too. I'm not yes. saying cut it or anything. Oh yeah, but because yeah, she sucks. Was, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, that, that does. But I, God, I love, I love, I love Hana and Yuki in that moment. Yeah, how, how how you get to see this side of Hana that you're not used to seeing. Maybe where, the where social workers thing. Maybe that. Maybe the social workers thing because 
I understand why it's not followed up on, but it does feel like a bit of a big move that that is not really dealt with. She just like leaves. Yeah. Maybe that. I don't know. It's good though. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite scene in the movie? And if it's in spoilers, be vague. Uh, Mine's not though. It's the, it's the running through the forest and in the snow scene. Yeah. It's so good. That part's so exhilarating, like visually and musically. It's yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm going to go with when I can't, I don't have my glasses on. I don't know who I'm looking. I think it's Nar- Narasaki, the when yeah. the old man is is helping yep. her. That part's learn how really to good too. And yeah. Things like that, like uh, goes by, make make it taller. Goes by, like yes. those rows are too small, make them smaller. I think that's my second favorite. It's so good. <laughs> she's like, okay, okay. And he's like, go clean this up. And she's like, but it's this is just for us. And he's like, go clean it up. It's like did, she's like, did you not hear me? <laughs> yeah. She's Long like, pause. Okay. Did you, did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> and then he he's like, why why are you laughing and smiling all the time? And, and she and just she keeps just, laughing. Yes, it's so good. That's near the end, but yes. Gosh, I I'm stuck between those two too. Um, Gotta give us something. I, I know. I th- I think I think it's gonna be yeah her her tilling and all of that um, with that scene because that was that was so heartbreaking but but also joyous too yeah i mean i I just mean is just how how much she had to toil and just how hard that was to accomplish but yeah here's my here's my favorite scene oh i thought you were agreeing i was agreeing with you but here's my favorite scene my favorite scene is the scene where they move from the city into the country and Uh they live out the rest of their childhood in this country house. I love that scene. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so 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 like starting starting with them moving out to the countryside and ending like, yeah, like roughly near the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a pretty good scene. Yeah. Uh, who was your least? Oh, uh-huh. do you have something? Ryan, you didn't get to talk about what was protecting their farmhouse from the animals in spoilers. I don't oh. know if we needed to go back or if it's oh. okay to. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know how you want to handle it editing wise, if you want to just leave it here or move it, it's up to you. But I was just going to say, I was just going to say briefly when she's in her, when she's in her mind palace after passing out up on the mountain, she, she when she, she sees their, their dad again. And he says, I've been looking over you, and she says, "Yeah, I know." I, I, I thought, I thought maybe, maybe that also was contributing some sort of, you know, naturey spirit kind of yeah. protection. Yeah, like, may, that's like, fair. Like maybe huh. he was he was uh, acting through uh, Ame's sensei, and the sensei was was you know war- warning the animals off in some way from from their farm. I don't know. I just was all I had. Bringing that up to uh, where the scene where she, you know, is hurt and gets to talk to the dad. It's like, if she didn't remember Ame to go looking for him, would, she, would that have been like them going away together as in she dies? Uh, I know. That's what I was. I thought that was what happened. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. I think that is the sort of the sort of implication you can take away from it. Like she was yeah, so happy to like, see him again, but in in the end, her protectiveness of her children brought her back. Yeah, yeah. 
Who was your least favorite character in the movie? So the mom. The mom. So his mom. So, mom. so his mom. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Who is your favorite character in the movie? This is a hard one because I just absolutely loved Yuki and um, Ame, and I also like uh, Soho. Sohei. Sohei. Um, but I, I think mine's going to have to be, I think mine's going to have to be Hana because she just was so amazing and such an amazing mom and yeah. Hana's such very a trooper. Good. I yeah. Her. I think Hana I for her. me also. I yeah. Okay. She went through so much. This might be hard to to say. Uh, just because, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why it's hard to say, like, certain, this, uh, to say it. Or it makes me emotional. But yeah, Hana for sure. T- to me, she had, like, an, an unassuming strength. Like, in the beginning, you know. She's just doing her her schoolwork and all of that, and and she sees the wolf man because he doesn't have a name, <laughs> and we've just been calling him their dad. But she sees him, and and there's like a, a boldness to her as well. So she could be just any any random girl just studying, but like having the 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 gumption to like reach out to this person who who interests her. Um, and then when faced with the hardship of, of, you know, their life together, her, her ability and willingness to, to like study and and read up on stuff and she doesn't have to be, you know, super smart or whatever, but she's, you know, willing to do the work. Um, yeah. So that's like, that's one of the things that I really like about this movie is, is seeing, Seeing that strength in a character and that um, resourcefulness. Yeah. Yeah. It's really amazing. And not only to do all that, but to do it with a smile. Yeah. Like she, 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 it's it's like a, it's like an innate understanding of the value of your, your time on the planet and, and just being like ready, ready to meet the life that comes at you. Yeah. Because her tenacity was amazing. She never gave up and she was she was not a, a very substantial person. I mean she was she was a, she was a fairly petite person. Yeah. Yet yeah. she had the heart of a little lion and she again did so much. Um and even, you know, when she was exhausted, how just knowing, going through parenthood knowing what it's like to have sleep deprivation and all that she did caring for the two children and as, and literally as wild as Yuki was as a, you know, as a t- young toddler and, and then with, um, you know, a second child um, was just amazing. And again, she was, yeah. So, so kind, such, you know, yeah, she just was such a dynamic character. I just loved her so much. Yeah. On on top of of doing all of that, on top of having the strength to do it, to find out that she was doubting herself the whole time, yeah, and still doing it, like she even to the end after it was like all done, she was like, no, but I didn't do enough. I didn't, yeah, and I never, I didn't. There, there was so much I messed up, and yet to still do it, it's amazing. Definitely, Hana. Yeah, she's great. Um, 
What character would Tim Curry have played if he were in the movie? <laughs> I don't believe he's, he's in the dub. So I did like look through a question. I looked through the dub cast and did not see him there. So yeah, I don't think he is. Um, right, I think so I think the, 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 man, the yeah. I mean, man. I think the fairly obvious thing is is Nirosaki. Yeah, and maybe one of the other old guys where they're fighting about the the yeah. process of planting. It's like you got <laughs> a lot of fertilizer. Yeah, like, yeah. No, just a little bit, or else like animals will come. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm not sure that there's much of anyone else who would feel remotely appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's only like the male director of the uh conservation conservation place uh Uh there how about the teacher would have yeah the teacher yuki's teacher yeah was it was it chino chino's mom uh hana's or excuse me yuki's friend's dad yeah yeah maybe chino chino's dad you meet him him for a brief moment he gets to talk a little bit but just one of the small roles or or yeah i think the biggest role would be Nirasaki, uh, yeah. and otherwise it'd be a pretty small role. Yep. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. Uh, it's safe to say we are all recommending it. Yes. So yes. what would yes. you rate it? I'm, I'm going to recommend it not only, like, so if you're the kind of person who can't stand watching subtitled movies for whatever reason, if that just doesn't work for you, check this out in the English dub version. It's not often that I recommend and I'm not going to recommend the dub over the sub, but it's not often that I so enthusiastically recommend the the English dub of a Japanese work, but they did a really good job. It's really good. If that's a hang-up for you watching it with subtitles, then go watch the English version. It's really good. This movie is really good, and you yes. should watch it. Um, what are you going to rate it, though? Man. It hits it hits so many of my buttons. Um I'm I'm wondering if, if the only reason I'm not gonna give it a full five is just because of that thing where you're like, no, but what if a th- another thing <laughs> that, that that really meets the definition of five for me? <laughs> um My first inc- I'm gonna go with my first inclination, which is a four four point five. Okay. It's amazing. I just have five stuck in my head, and I'm just trying to decide why, Why again, is it not a five for me? Um, uh, and I think I'm going to compromise and, and do 4.75, and, and I think the only reason I'm doing 4.75 is that some of the, the animation and with shadowing, I like um, Miyazaki better as far as that. Like, if, if I'm comparing this, say, to Totoro... Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really the only difference because this is just a beautiful movie, beautiful animation. So I'm going to say 4.75 and I would definitely recommend. Yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, like, it's like, maybe I don't want to give it a five, but really I don't see a reason why not to like, this is, yeah. this is like the third time I've watched it. Like it's still good. It's emotional. Like may. No, I'll just do it. I'll just give it a five. Like, this movie's great. It's it's beautiful. It's a good story. I'm just going to do it. Five. Uh, I think I'm going to go with 4.5. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really good. Um, I think it's just, 
I think the reason that I'm not, I'm comparing it kind of to my rating for A Letter to Momo, which is 4.75. And I think I would rather watch that movie just because it's a little more to my tastes. But this is great. Um, it's a 4.5 and I think you should definitely watch it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, any basically anything I rate a four or above, I feel is like you should watch this. Yeah. So yeah, this is great. And I still feel kind of almost guilty not saying a five, but I think I will stick with my four points. <laughs> don't need to be again. guilty. No, again, just be, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, next time we are going to watch, um, I don't know how to be vague about this one. It's an adaption of a comic, of a graphic novel. Okay. Um. Yeah. Keep helping me with this. Uh, following the woman uh-huh. who... I think, doesn't she move from, like, one country to another? I think so. While, like, a cultural shift is happening in her home country. Yeah. I'm great that, this. That's great. That, that's Valerie fun. said. Ooh, and it's, uh, like, <laughs> gorgeous. I love the style. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to it. It's been years since I've seen this one. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing next time. Um, thank you so much for being here again, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Love Happy having to be here. here. Um, and yeah, thank so you much. all for listening. Until yep, next time. Yes. Bye. bye. Love y'all. Bye-bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Hey, is this working? It seems to be working. If I step close or sit closely. Say something, sex man. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you have to save this. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see you. Here's what I don't understand is why half the time when you're about to make a point, you lean back and you're like, you this is basically this is the away. prime area to, to deliver what I have to say. It's like, I, I've got to be in this position for my hot take. <laughs> I love you very much. I don't know.